Hope you've been enjoying listening to the best games of 2021, the calendar year on Bulls Unlimited 2. It was always going to be a December and January thing, and so one week left of that before we flip the calendar. Well, I'm sure still sprinkle some of last year's more recent exciting games, just thinking about the women's basketball team's trip to the Bahamas, and yet how things have sort of changed since then, and a lot of it has been very well spelled out. We did it on Friday's show by Jose Fernandez, where they just have players who have been out for various reasons, and sometimes that results in players not being able to practice, and you just can't get into a rhythm. And so the Bulls are having to grind through games, and that's not to discredit their opponents. Tulsa, after watching them in person on Wednesday, basically they've gone from being a boring, nondescript at least, maybe boring's too mean of a word, nondescript team to one that's very exciting and very good under their new coach Angie Nelp, and I think they're going to end up in the top four in the conference. Top five get a bye now that there's 11 in the conference tournament. And Temple, a lot of the same players, they brought in a few newcomers, and I have to apologize. I knew I'd do this, and tell me if you'd be with this too, because she's the freshman point guard who had a pretty strong game against the Bulls, and since they put her in the lineup, they've been a lot tougher, even though they're led by their holdovers. Anaya Gordine is her name. It's spelled G-O-U-R-D-I-N-E. I don't know about you, but when I see D-I-N-E, I want to say Dine. So I definitely said Gordine several times through the broadcast, but Gordine and company, company being Mia Davis, who's going to end up as Temple's all-time leading scorer. She is within 100 of that now after her performance against the Bulls Saturday. Alexa Williamson, a dynamite player inside. And they're a very good defensive team, and we got to see it in person. The Bulls really were just stuck in the first quarter. Betty Manunga scored five quick points, but also picked up two quick fouls, had to depart midway through. The Bulls went from being up 5-2 to two to being down 16-11 to 11 at the end of the quarter. Now, one thing that happened good in that quarter was Lisa Pinzon hit a three-point shot. She had gone six games without, had only been averaging two points in conference play. However, once it got to 20-13 to 13 early in the second quarter, it was time to try and figure out something because the Bulls had missed 12 shots in a row. And so with no Elisa Pinzon, no Atlanta Chinecki, their leading scorer, who had 30 in her last game, the Atlanta Chinecki-led win against Tulsa, and no Sydney Harvey. The Bulls actually took a halftime lead, starting off down 22-15. to 15. Here are some of the second-quarter highlights. Good pass inside by Guerrero to Benunga, but good defense on her. It's a tough move to the basket, and Betty Benunga gets it up and over Williamson. Betty has come to play. Manunga has seven points on three of four shooting. The problem is the rest of the team is three of 19. It's a 20 to 15 game, exactly five minutes to go in the first half. Three point shooting, not out there. Miha can hit him, just doesn't have the track record. Same can be said for Sada Guerrero, who has the ball off the inbounds. Nice looking shot and a beauty. Boy, that is wonderful to see. She's got the best looking stroke maybe on the team. She just doesn't have the success uh, on the stat sheet. Six for 27 from the four this year. That's less than a point per game, but she hits that one and it was designed for her. 22 to 17 Temple. It's maybe a big shot here to get the Bulls back going. Davis still out with two fouls. So no pins on, no Harvey, and no Chinecki for the Bulls. And there is a walk. 3.55 to go here in the first half. Bulls have gotten it to within five. Wilson now the point guard over to Lozic. Good defense on her by Holmes. Now Guerrero tries another shot well contested and banked it in. Pretty sure she didn't call it, but she'll take it. Sarah Guerrero has made it 22-19. She was the player 
that more than anybody else was singled out by Jose Fernandez coming into this season as someone who's really improved her game. Unfortunately, she just hasn't been able to get on much of a roll. She's contributed in, in several victories, but consistently, no. Now it's Mayo with Wilson hounding her. And out of bounds, Sarah Guerrero lets, out a, let's go. She's got the Los Toros jersey on. It all makes sense. <laughs> there was three shots passed up there. Another one, but Dulce gets an open shot, and that's no good. Bulls battling for the weak rebound. Wilson gets it to Dulce. Up, and she's fouled right at the shot clock horn. Boy, what effort by everybody out there. And the Bulls have scored six in a row. Temple back up three, 24-21, two and a half minutes to go in the first half. Bermejo with Perea on her. Oh, show and go move by Christina Bermejo. It's the Los Toros uniforms, I got to tell you. And it's a 24-23 score. Guerrero has it, wants to take, puts it up, and will head to the free throw line. Sarah Guerrero, 100% has been the story of this second quarter. She was one of one at the free throw line all year long. She made them both, and the Bulls led it 25-24. Definitely was not a pretty half. And then you figured, and this would maybe be an offshoot of what happened there, that players like Pinzon, Janecki, and Harvey would come out maybe with a little extra fire to start off the third quarter, and that's pretty much what happened. And the Bulls would get it up to a seven-point lead. We'll take it up to a pivotal point that turned things back towards Temple getting in the game. But until then, it was a great third quarter. Looked like it might be an easy win. Pinzon dumps it inside to Dulcie. There's another flop. Alexa Williamson has flopped both times. Dulcie's gotten the ball inside on her. She was 0 for 5. Does not miss that one. Mia Davis with the ball. Wants to drive on Betty Mononga. Has two fouls. That's good defense. Makes her shot go short. Didn't even hit rim. Now the Bulls look to run. Up by three with the ball. Pinzon to Betty. What a cut. What a pass. And that's beautiful. 29 to 24, that's Pinzon's second assist of the game, and that was fantastic. Another putback attempt, and a third chance, no good, a fourth chance, and that rims out. Can the Bulls grab the ball? They do four chances and two missed layups. Boy, the Bulls have got to do better on the offensive glass. Janecki for three, that's good. So three layups rim out, that would have cut it to two, and Elena Chenecki makes a three. That is a turn of events of all turn of events right there. 32 to 25 Bulls. Sometimes you gotta have a little fortune. One for two at the line, it's a 36-34 Bulls lead. They had it up to seven here in the third quarter. Thanks to Chenecki. Betty can't handle the pass, looks to get rid of it to Pinzon. Corner three looks good, and it is. Elisa Pinzon with her second made three of the day. She had not made multiple threes in any of the last six games. And again, no field goal makes in the last two. So great to see, 39-34. So Chinecki and Pinzon are out there looking like them, their normal selves. Harvey, not so much. That's why Guerrero is out there for her. Pinzon to Chinecki. Good defense by Tiara East on her. Long two, and it's good. Elena Chinecki has got nine points now, tying Manunga for the team lead. And the Bulls are up by seven. Tying their biggest lead of the day. Wants to pull a three badly, but Chinecki gets her hands in the way. Guerrero goes down, they get it into the right corner. Desperation three blocked, and that's gonna be a shot clock violation. That's a great job there by the Bulls. So now it's Betty, wants to drive on Mia Davis, who flops. Manuka can't make the shot, and frustration foul number four. And that is going to send Mia Davis to the free throw line. What a turn of events. 119 to go. In the third quarter, oh, Manunga, after Davis flop, had a chance at a rebound. She's been the best shooter today for the Bulls. She was four of five before that miss. 
And she had to go out of the game. The player she fouled, by the way, Kyra Wood, a 6'3 freshman who was 7 of 18 at the free throw line, of course made both free throws. And Gordine scores on the next possession. And just like that, it's a three-point game. And Dulce Fankamengiati would score to end the quarter at 45-40. But the Temple Owls scored the first eight points of the fourth quarter. Boy, do we see Betty Menunga's value. There is a plus-minus category available, and she was a plus-14, which was the biggest on the team. It really underscores how incredible it was that she left early in the second half with an injury against Tulsa, and Christina Bermejo came on and did the job because, looking back, she was the most valuable player for the Bulls when she was in the game against Temple. She got back in the game, as you heard, ended up with 11 points and 9 rebounds, but fouled out. Only played 22 minutes. Dulce Fankamengiadu played more than 40 minutes in this game, which is incredible. She was averaging right around 20 not too long ago. Those numbers have bumped up. And after scoring just two points in the first half, Elena Chinecki would get it going. We had that pivotal moment. Manunga could have made it a nine-point game. Well, after that 8 nothing run, it could have been, it should have been 10 nothing. It should have been a 50-45 to game. But Alexa Williamson had a nice-looking mid-range shot roll out. And the Bulls got back the lead, and it went back and forth till the end of regulation. Over to Chinecki. Davis, she gets right by her. Lane opens up, and she scores. Elena Chinecki gets it done, 55-51. Chanecki again taking over in this clutch situation. Hard to believe he only had two points in the first half. She couldn't get loose. She's getting loose now as we near the two-minute mark. 55-51 lead feels like a big lead how tight this game has been. And they, I think, want to try and get a three, but Clinton long two. That's not a good-looking shot. It banks in. Temple will play full defense here. Bulls will try and run some clock. they got to get the ball in Chinecki's hands. They want to. They get it over to Harvey, 10 on the shot clock, looks to drive. Oh, great bounce pass to Dulce, up and in. What a look by Sydney Harvey. And the Bulls go back up by four, 120 left. That was an outstanding pass by Sid. Temple will throw it in from its own basket. Perea cuts through, that's who they want to get it to. Instead, top of the key to Davis. Now she's going to try and drive in. Good defense, Bermejo, tough shot, good. Makes it a one-point game, and now the Bulls will call a timeout. Almost flawless from the line. Chinecki has been pretty solid herself, but these are pressure shots. She made them all against Tulsa. It was from a situation where the Bulls were down a point. Now they're up looking at First free throws up, rims out. So, Temple doesn't have to try a three. I wonder if they go to Mia Davis. Regardless of what happens here, you would feel much better if Chinecki makes this one. She's just one of three at the line, 58-57. Please make this one. Good. 59-57. So you're not quite as nervous about Temple maybe taking the lead here. Gordine, long two range. In, outside the perimeter to Clinton, 15 on the shot clock. They're trying to get it over to Davis, but Bermejo's all in Mia's face. 10 on the game. Now Davis drives on Bermejo, scores. 7.8 seconds left. Bulls will call timeout. Mia Davis. Yeah, she's the preseason player of the year in the conference for a reason, and she tied it up. The Bulls went to Chinecki late in the regulation, but... Did not get off a good shot. Temple would score two quick free throws to start off the overtime, let it. Bulls could not get two at the free throw line there in the fourth quarter or in overtime at the beginning anyway. Sydney Harvey won for two, her first point of the day. But then more Chinecki and a lot of Chinecki in the remainder of the OT. Chinecki with Davis getting in her way, and she scores right over Mia Davis. Boy, Harvey started the break, and the Bulls take the lead, 62-61 to 61, Chinecki. Now with 17 points, that one rims out. The Bulls get 
A miss on the other side, and we are tied with 3.09 to go in it. That's a good-looking free throw when she knocks it down. Bulls back on top, 63-62. to Kanecki makes them both. Boy, it had been a while. I can't remember the last time the Bulls went two for two at the free throw line, but we'll take it. And a two-point lead as we near the three-minute mark here in the overtime. Janecki now with 19 points. Dulce with 14, but on four fouls. And, oh, almost committed a fifth away from the ball. Knocks the ball away. Pinzon gets a steal. In the OT, Pinzon wants to get it to Dulce. Good entry pass, but remember, Williamson, tough defense. Spins on her, tough shot, and good. Straight in from the right side. Dulce Frankamengiati wanted that ball. And the Bulls lead it 66-62. Try and go inside to Davis. Janecki gets a hand on it. Two on her, and she travels. Absolutely, you got to call that one. That took forever. With four on the shot clock, 135 on the game. Bulls look to add to a four-point lead. This would be huge. Pins on to Harvey. To the basket and in. Sydney Harvey's first make from the floor. Pins on with her ninth assist. And the Bulls lead it. 68-62, their biggest lead since late in the third. Now Temple might have to start shooting threes. Maya wants to pull, but she's not in rhythm. Gordine thinks about it, but Chinecki forces her to drive. That's a good pass, and a charge! Sydney Harvey calls the charge! First free throw looks good, and it is. 70-65, Bulls in the overtime are five of seven at the line. They have now just overtaken Temple as far as free throw attempts. 65% at the line. And it is 71-65. Everybody on the court for Temple has four fouls, so if they don't score here, someone's about to foul out. Either way, probably. That's about how it happened. Chenecki would hit four more free throws, and the Bulls win 75-67. She ends up with 25 points. Fankamengiadu, 16 points, nine rebounds. Pins on 10 points, nine assists. And don't forget Guerrero's six points all in the second quarter. Jose Fernandez didn't on our post-game interview. Where do you start in general after that win? Well, it was the second quarter. Second quarter, mm. we played a lot of bench guys, and I thought, you know, we closed that second quarter, got to halftime. We were up one or two, whatever it was. We didn't deserve to be up, but, uh, you know, you got to protect your home floor. <laughs> and, they, and they did that. And, you know, traditionally we've been very, very good in overtime. And uh, I thought we got the ball where it needed to get to. Bermejo played good minutes. We needed her to play big. Uh, Sydney Harvey came in, took a huge charge. Uh, but it was a very physical game, I yeah. think, on both both ends of the floor. Oh, oh there's Harley. Yeah, tell me who this is. Funny, this is Harley. Hey, Harley. So, hey, Harley, dog. this is Harley's first game. Oh, hey, and, buddy. Uh, we're trying to raise awareness for, for rescue, uh, rescue pups. So he's going to come to the press conference, and he's going to hopefully behave well. Oh, Harley definitely behaved well. In fact, he was at the press conference and was the star of the press conference. You have to go to the USF Women's Basketball Twitter feed to see all of that. So another tough test, but the Bulls pass it. They are 14-5 and overall, 4-1 and in the conference. And now the only undefeated team in the conference is SMU. The Mustangs had the benefit of not playing their last two games because of COVID reasons, but that's who the Bulls play on Wednesday night in Dallas. Who lost over the weekend? Well, outside of Temple getting its first conference loss, so did UCF getting stunned by Cincinnati. Remember on Monday, we make Around the American its own separate 15-minute show, so if you want the details of that, and the details were incredible, check it out at 1.45 and 5 o'clock on Bulls Unlimited. So, men and women playing SMU, women on the road, men at home, Wednesday night. That's going to do it for Bulls Beat. Thank you all for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.